trouble. It's all over. Just like that. I wonder how Floyd feels being beat by a woman for once. Ireland have achieved the unthinkable. They have defeated four times world champions New Zealand. Sullivan's holding on. Sullivan's got a drive for that line. But Gabriela Chabot's the Olympic champion. Sonia O'Sullivan is beaten on the line. What a fantastic final lap. But what a response from Sonia O'Sullivan. A perfect Hello and welcome to Off the Bench. I'm Clean Foley, and this is a podcast about women's sport, which we hope will educate and entertain sports fans of all genders and ages. You can find all our previous episodes uh, on the podcast link on Off The Ball. Just go down, scroll down, you'll find us Off The Bench and all our previous episodes are there. We also have a Twitter handle. It's at Off The Bench OTB, capital OTB. Now, it's 2019. We're already sick and tired of New Year, New You. But we did want to start the New Year with something new. And we thought, why not look at a sport that we've never talked about before? So it's going to be a special, folks, and it's on roller derby. Uh, It's a sport that's alive and thriving in different parts of Ireland. And uh, the players have the best nicknames ever. So uh, we've got three people here from Dublin Roller Derby who are going to tell us all the story about Roller Derby and also uh, give us some hints as to whether you can join it in different parts of the country. So welcome. I have Val, Valdemar Nicosia here on my left. Next is Ray Shreff, Ryan, and Jenny Cooney Cooney. Welcome to Off the Bench. Hi. Hi. Thank you very Thanks much for having us. It's great to have you in, guys. Uh, we'll talk about the nicknames later on and you can <laughs> give me one if you want. Um, but first of all, Val, a big question I always have when I see rollerball, uh, roller derby on the on, on anything is, how do you have a game that doesn't have a ball? Um, I've never been asked that before. <laughs> <laughs> the first question, it's the I first guess. Question. Um, it, it, they exist, obviously, because we, we, are, we are a real thing, not made up. Um, the, let's pretend that one of the players is the ball. Ah. We can pretend that that is the easiest way to explain it. Uh, the points are actually scored uh, by lapping opposing people's hips so yeah there is no ball but there's no lack of action either so one one player is is the designated if you like they are the designated ball that has to get around and pass everybody in the other team to get a point yes and And those are called the jammers so the jammers start behind all the blockers so it's a team of five on track at a time and the other team also have five players so the jammers job is to lap around so let's pretend that the jammer is the ball now correct me if I'm just sort of (laughs) our referee (laughs) (laughs) I know the rules you know the rules the the jammer needs to do laps of the opposing players to score points for every hip she passes or they pass um, it's a point for that team Okay. and uh, what are the other players called so you have one jammer per team I presume at any one time and then what are the rest of the players called the other four are called blockers Blockers, and uh, the name kind of gives it away Uh, they are to block (laughs) the the opposing jammer Uh, but they also play offense for their own jammer so it's actually a really strategic game so there is four people on track at the best of times when people aren't bold and they're in the penalty box Um, and their job is to make sure that their jammer goes by untouched 
and while making sure that the other drummer gets you know hit a lot. Doesn't yeah exactly <laughs> so, doesn't get yeah. past. It is a, it is a physical game. Uh, it is a contact sport, but yeah. um, it's it's really good fun. I've heard it described actually. I was it's a brilliant description I heard from somebody involved with you, and he said it was a full contact, fast paced, women on roller skates, all the contact you'd expect in rugby and ice hockey, but with this beautiful strategic twist to it that while you're playing offense, you're also playing defense. I, I just think that is that's something that's I said. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you did? You say that? No, I think that's TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. our eighteen coach. Maybe. Is it your yeah? That's your your eighteen coach. So, um, so given that there's that many people, first of all, how long does it go on for Ray? Because you're the referee, you're a referee. Yep. And first of all, how many referees are on the court at any one time? So normally we would have seven skating officials on track, and then we'd have one ready to go in case an injury happens with the, the seven that are skating. So they're kind of like a backup referee. So there's more referees than, than mm. skaters. Than skaters, oftentimes on track at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> and that's just the, the skating referees. We also have a lot of officials that help out in other areas wow. during the game to record scores and things like that. So we'd have a lot of people. So, and how long do the, how long does the, what do you call it? Do you it's call it two 30-minute kind of halves, halves would be the way of looking at it. But you yeah. couldn't keep skating for that long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah, we train for four hours at a time sometimes on Sundays. So, so there are two 30-minute halves. Yeah. But do you have rolling subs or are they on for set, are players on for set periods or what's the story? Are they are they broken into blocks at all or yeah yeah let's yeah. We, we, I knew I had some idea in my head that it was broken up. So tell us a little bit about that um Jenny what's a jam? Um, so jam is 2 minutes. Um, so each half is broken into 30 minutes and then each 30 minutes made, is made up of a maximum of two minute jams. Ah. So a jam can be called, called off early, so it doesn't have to last two minutes, it can be shorter than that. Um, but it, the maximum length of time is two minutes. That you and then after that two minutes, new crew come in? Yes. Yeah. New crew comes in, all yeah. right. And the notion that you have so many referees would tend to me to say this is a pretty brutal sport or is it that it's so technically it, it constructed that you need all those referees or umpires? It's because there's several things happening at once. So there's each of the jammers, because there's two of them, they have to have a dedicated referee just following them for the points. Yeah. Then the other referees are watching from the inside of the track and the outside of the track at the action that's happening. And because the players are often running defense and offense at the same time, that's what makes it <laughs> yeah. so tricky. It's it like, sounds so It's not just one thing, it's like juggling while rubbing your stomach and patting your head. <laughs> so it's like, it's even if the jammers are on the other side of the track, it doesn't mean that there's nothing happening in the pack of blockers. Of if course. you're doing nothing, usually we say you're, you're not doing it right because uh, you're also you're <laughs> you've meant, always got yeah you're meant something. to be doing something you're either distracting right. the opposing players or either setting up a play you're either getting up getting a strategy ready like there is no yeah. there's no idle there's no idle there's no idle moment exactly that's why you have, must be incredibly fit to do it and just from a referee's point of view what is illegal what what can you not do so you can because it's full contact and you're allowed to block people you just can't do it with your forearm area. Okay. So you can use your shoulder, but not your forearm. So you can't stick your arm out and like clothesline someone, obviously. Yes. So you can't trip somebody up with your legs either. Right. And you can't use your head in any way. Okay, so that makes sense. As long as you use the other bits, you're all A-OK -okay pretty much. Right. Can you use your hip? Hips, right. butt, chest, shoulders, else. everything else pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Um, it sounds like, to me, you'd want to be a really good skater to do it. So how uh, is it possible to learn to, you know, how do you I learn? I will, how I will you recreate. Start? <laughs> how did you start? Exactly. I will recreate my first time on skates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, we've all done that in ice skates. <laughs> but no, we actually run a uh, learning how to skate program um, every so often. So it's twice a year. 
Yeah, um, it's a 13 weeks program, so where we teach you from the very, very, very basics. So how to stand on skates Brilliant. to then eventually getting to the contact bits with everything in between. So um, apart from the helmet that you <laughs> you pointed out, yeah. we actually <laughs> wear um, elbow pads, knee pads, uh, and the mouth guard as well. So. And wrist guards, yes, and wrist, wrist guards. guards thank, thank you. Right. <laughs> um, so we give you everything. So it is we do we do ask for for ten euro just for the rental of the hall and the rental of the gear. Right. But you get two hours uh, every Sunday where we teach you how to skate for for a 10 to 10, 13 week block, and you provide all the gear. That's mm-hmm. correct. That's really good value. Yeah. <laughs> it is really good value, and it is a good workout. It is a really good workout. Two hours sounds sounds far. Pretty exhausting. And um, Jenny, where do you, where's Dublin Roller Derby based? So we're based in Inchcore, um, which is Dublin Eight. Eight, Eight yeah. Correct, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're in St. Michael's Sports Hall in Inchcore. So it's like a community um, hall. It is, yeah. It's a basketball hall that we train in. Um, and pretty much all of our action goes on there. We train most nights of the week there, as well as Sundays as well. So you can find us there all day Sunday, pretty much from I opening to close. I you have your track marked on that floor, you have. Yes. And yeah. are there any other Dublin ven- venues that people play roller derby in? Um, we well, used to use the Bally Fermit Hall. Um, it's the DCC Hall, so Dublin City Council right. Halls. Um, but we've concentrated everything in Intercore just for ease this of is coaches. The main one here. Yeah, it's just, it is all volunteer-based. Is, it, is, it is it played in other parts of the country? Definitely is. Where? So where else? Uh, Limerick, Belfast, Galway, Cork, mm-hmm. Waterford. Waterford, Wicklow. Wicklow. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Yeah. So I'm presuming you get on social media, look it up, you'll find you'll yeah. find your nearest roller derby place. Absolutely. And yeah. we are very, well, Dublin Roller Derby is very active on social media. Um, all the other leagues are very active on social media. So if you definitely want um, to learn, there is definitely a league by you. It's It started out, um, I think, I mean, I'd like you to talk a little bit about the history, but it started out almost uh, as a counterculture movement, I think, in some ways, didn't it? And I heard somebody once describe it, which I thought was a really interesting description because I'm an ex teacher, uh, <laughs> as, as, a, as a sport for, for, initially it started as it started as a sport for people who were always picked last in PE, and I thought that was a really interesting description. So there was this feeling that um, it was a sport that was for outsiders or outliers or people that maybe didn't fit into the traditional structures of sport, Val. What do you think? Um, well, definitely did start like that, yes. And then as the movement picked up, as, uh, as roller derby picked up, um, and the athleticism picked up. So, yes, it is still a sport where a lot of people come to that they haven't maybe done sports yeah, in, in, in the past. Sport. Yeah, but yeah. there's also a lot of people there that have done a variety of things. Uh, we have like ex-gymnasts, we have ex-swimmers, um, ex-martial artists. We do have a lot of Yeah, of I saw stuff. you as an ex-Gaily player as well. <laughs> yes, we have um, Irish dancers. Yeah. We do, yeah. So we do. Yeah, um, it did start really on the ground and it did start like a re- rebel movement or like more of an entertaining thing. But as, as the p- sports progressed and the rules changed and um, the people started, the, the people participating in it started taking it more seriously, yeah. uh, the athleticism did, did, did rise. So if you look I, at the players now, yeah. Um, if you look at high-level teams, or if you even look at the World Cup, uh, those are athletes. Like, yeah. I, yeah. That, so much respect well, for these people. How often are you training then every week? Uh, we train between two and three times a week. So depending on what team or what what level you're yeah. on. So yeah. So I personally train three times a week. Right. And what about you? Jenny? Yes, the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could be doing anywhere from I'd say maybe five to seven hours a week yeah. on right. skates. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's full on. And I, yeah. I loved you. I love your, you kind of have a motto in Dublin Roller Derby, which is athletic, fair and mighty. Just think that's a really, wh- what do you think that stands for, uh, Jenny? Um, well, I think that the words themselves are pretty representative, but it shows what everything, um, everything that the, 
the the members of our league are that we stand for yeah. um with the athletic well we've got people that are playing sports that are putting hours of their time per week on track and off track as well there's an awful lot that goes on off track whether it be in gyms or people working out at home themselves yeah. um when it comes to the the mighty well we we are dublin yeah. so we are pretty mighty <laughs> yeah, now mighty fairness yeah. it's a great irish word mighty yeah. <laughs> i think it's just it, really great it's um empowering i think yeah um, and then when it comes to fair well that's what we are we are a sport for everybody um, we um, have kind of no boundaries there if you want to come and play you come and play and as long as you're willing to put your effort in you will get the effort back from us as well and um, does it attract uh, people who might be mothers I, I, are you a mother I am yes yeah, yeah I'm a mum to twins 14 month old twins and um, so I did roller Busy. derby yeah just a little bit and <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been playing roller derby for about seven years now so the girls obviously came along a little while back um, but I got back into training about three months after they they came into my life yeah um, so yeah it attracts everybody as long as like I said as long as you're willing to put the effort in you, you'll get the rewards back from it so um, and um, a little bit about the safety aspect above it because I suppose it sounds fierce and it looks fierce so um, Ray maybe you know obviously you're wearing helmets you're wearing protective gear how safe is it and do you see many injuries it's very safe. It's rare that we'd see an injury. We probably see more injuries in a lot of other sports. But just in case, because it is impact while you're at speed, we do have medics at our games. So just in case there's an injury, we have somebody there to treat somebody immediately. And then if we needed to send somebody afterwards, we're fine. It's very rare we'd ever have an injury in the sport, thankfully. The only thing that we're always really concerned about is things like concussion. Like anything where it's a contact yeah. sport, yeah. we're always more careful with things like that. Most of our skaters... I think are very, very good with concussion policies and we go over it with people and people, in fairness, would check it themselves. In all sport now, it's such an issue. It is yeah, very really important. Good. Yeah. And I noticed that there's a little, uh, there's a little <laughs> visor on this as well. <laughs> Val, this is your helmet. It is indeed. Can you explain, um, do they all have visors? No, they don't. <laughs> I am particularly short. Oh, really? uh, I'm only 5'3", so I get hit to the face a lot. <laughs> and all our sport is consists of a lot of um, being in a squat position, so yeah, you're, you, you are quite low. low. Yeah. Um, believe it or not, it's not my it's not the opponents that hit me. It's my own teammates <laughs> when they turn around. <laughs> they turn around and they get an elbow to the face. It just it happens. It's just a little yeah. bit of a extra yeah, added extra protection. protection. You, you're constantly in that squat position. You must have buns of steel, I reckon. Um, never, <laughs> enough, never enough. <laughs> never enough, really. You're just back after the Christmas and you were saying you're aching today. Yeah, we had training Sunday and yesterday and um, getting up from chairs is, is painful <laughs> at the moment. It's like running a marathon. Now, what's this with the nicknames? I need you to explain this to me because this is something that's <coughs> like it's it's part of the culture of roller derby is that everybody has a nickname so explain to us where that comes from and and uh, explain why you've got yours um, I think it comes from the underground kind of yeah. it's one of the, the last yeah. the last remaining things from the the 60s of when it it um, it appeared it so I think people were looking back then for like an escapism so they invented a new persona that they could have on track and um, that just kind of remained because I guess it's fun yeah, um, it is but like a lot of people have now are moving towards using their actual last names. Right. So, um, Cooney, for example. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> She's not hiding who she is. She's Cooney, 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 Cooney. Cooney. Um, no need to hide when you're Cooney. Is it? <laughs> no, not at all. I hide from her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we have kind of since the last World Cup, people are kind of using their their last names a tiny bit more. But um, it's not necessary, and you can be called. And why do you have Valdemar? Where's Valdemar from? Um, <laughs> Valdemar is may or may not be the villain in uh, in Harry Potter. Yes. Um, 
it was given to me. Um, it was kind of chosen. Um, when you do pass the skating at 13 weeks, you get like a little ceremony, a little award. And do then you, you? Get, yeah, you get to pick your, your name afterwards. Um, so I was kind of going, I was like, oh, I like all this and like all that. And one of the girls, Malibu's Stacey, uh, decided that that was a perfect fit. And she kind of spread the word and... That is Can a great uh, Malibu's Stacy is a pretty great <laughs> name. People should go online, go look at the Facebook page and have a look at the names. They are absolutely yeah. There all the all the team rosters are on DublinRoadRugby.com if you want to have a good laugh. They are yeah. really good. And Ray uh, Shref Ryan, I'm presuming you're a Shrek fan, or who gave you that one? Uh, it was my friend. I couldn't come up with a name years ago. <laughs> About ten years ago, I couldn't come up with a name, and he's. I asked him for help, and he's not involved in the sport. And he goes, "You're a big ignorant." <clears throat> so you're just like that Shrek thing. So and you're a referee. So you're Shrek. There it is. That that's it. that's so, how it works. That's yeah. how it works. There's a connection with Father Ted with you, which cracks me up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got a team called Owen McShoves, which I think is the best team name I've ever heard. Yeah. Anywhere. Where? What's the? What, what, tell me, explain what that Father Ted connection is, Jenny. I think that's a non-Irish person here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, please, you know, please go ahead. Yeah. So it, was, it was quite interesting. So um, uh, Graham Lenehan was actually. Who the writer of Father yeah. Ted? It turns out, like, because we were always, you know, found the show quite funny and that. So our interleague was set up with Father Ted, kind of themed. So different teams that have different Father Ted esque names. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then we found it afterwards that uh, Graham Lennon's wife is a roller derby referee in the UK. No way. So just <laughs> an interesting aside thing. Yeah. So we're like, if you're ever over and you want to come see come a, in game, and have a game, or even ref a game for us, come on over. It would be Absolutely great. Absolutely brilliant. So yeah. Owen McShoves is one of them. What are the other ones? They've got the Whack Hackets. Whack Hackets, of course you have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're brilliant. So tell us a little bit then about, in terms of competitive structures, how is it organised? And are there, you know, in Dublin, for example, is there a league? How many teams? How does it work out? Um, we're getting in. We're in the process of trying to establish the IRDA, which is the Irish Roller Derby Association. So that right? national yeah. government yeah. body. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're getting. If, um, <coughs> it's again a quite new sport, so we're not yeah. getting there. It's it's in it's in progress. But Dublin has three teams: our A team, our B team, and our C team. And we are actually very competitive. Um, we travel. Yeah, we travel a lot. <laughs> Two bunches. Like we played 19 games last year. Um, so we travel. The A team would travel abroad to the states, uh, but the, the all three teams would play within Europe an awful lot. So right. the way it works is there is a um, a world governing body, which is the WFTDA, the right. Women's Flat Track. Derby Association. Oh God, I mean acronyms. So many acronyms. I never knew <laughs> yeah. So and there is an international body. There is, yeah. yes. And they are the people that look after kind of the rankings and all the algorithms that I do not even know and begin to explain. Yeah. Uh, but the A team is the team that would represent Dublin in those, uh, right. in, in that ranking. So currently we're 39th out of 400. Wow. So we're, we're actually doing really well. Um, we are playing our first uh, tournament in Boston in March. Wow. So if you feel like donating. Yeah, and um, then our B team is ranked, uh, I think, in in the sixties, and our C team just below a hundred or something. Right. So we um, we do have a good, a good how representation. How many members would you have? We just broke the hundred, right? With okay. the new group intake. In in, in <laughs> how many? How old is the? How old is the, How old are you? About two, how many years are you going? This will be our 10th year. Our 10th year. So you're growing every year. And then would other teams in Ireland have international rankings as well? Um, I think Limerick and Belfast do, don't Limerick they? Limerick and Belfast, yes. because they're yeah. with the members. So right, yeah, they so would also, they've joined yeah. the official governing yeah. body. Yeah. Yeah. And then what about um, a European Championship or, or World Championships? Do they, do they happen or how, do they, how are they organised? You take that 
So there is several different championships. So the, our governing body runs their own one, yeah. um, which is for primarily the top, am I right in saying, 20 or 18 teams? 20, 20, ask, ask 28, top 28. Top 28, 28 teams, teams would be in that. In the rankings. In, in playing at that one, and that yeah. would be like ESPN yeah. level. Like right. So it would be on the, the TV on in TV. the States. Yeah. So that would be for the top 28 teams. So we're n- knocking on well, the door. Yeah. We, yeah, we That's might, our plan. Yeah, so our plan is to get there. But then for, for the other teams that are outside of the top 28, they would have kind of regional tournaments yeah. for teams that are close to it. Yeah. So it allows them to move up in the ranking. So rather than just it being this 28 teams and nobody else can get there. Yeah. So you have it's listened, kind of You're always going to have different levels exactly. that people break in at. Yeah. And have you competed at those? Uh, I like, are they, what are they called? Um, Jenny, have you competed at those? Um, well, Val can probably answer. Yeah. <laughs> that would be better than I can. <laughs> we competed in the European, the inaugural European Cup in, oh my God, where were we? Yeah, last was it last winter. Birmingham? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, yeah. October. Um, in yes. Birmingham. Yeah, so, so that was um, the inaugural one. Yeah, very first one, and we came in second. <laughs> wow, how many teams were in it? I think there was about 12. 12. So brilliant. we were seated second, then we came in second. There's one of the pictures is us actually holding the medal. Yeah, because we we saw pictures, and were you representing Ireland in that? Because no, I Dublin. no Dublin, just we're Dublin. Dublin yeah. And then I saw photos that you gave us with with people wearing an Irish mm-hmm. jersey. So who were they? So there's a, a World Cup as well that was ah, held last year. That right. was February last year in Manchester. Yeah. Um, and so Team Ireland then is made up of skaters from all over the world, basically. Um, and um, they went all over to that in March. Uh, uh, sorry, in February of last year and competed. So I don't understand how how is Team Ireland made up of people from all over the world? It, it would be like a, any other... Um, National team, team, yeah, yeah. So skaters from here that are playing in Ireland here who are Irish, and then people who are eligible to to play around the world. So some some would be home based, and some would be elsewhere, right? And they might be competing at a higher level, I I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So so it's pretty competitive now, and obviously it has become a very athletic sort of sport now. Because I'm I'm reckoning the fitness. What what did you play before? Did you play any other sport? I did 13 years of martial arts. Martial arts. What about you? Um, I. I was Irish dancing for a good few years until I was about 17 when right. I was younger, but between 17 and, what, 25, 26, I did nothing. And we and we talk about this all the time on Off the Bench, which is this drop-off that women have and yeah. young girls have in sport, and how do we get them to go back? So what? Mm-hmm. why did you give up and why did you go back? Um, I think getting into my teens with the dancing, I had decided, no, I'm not cool enough for me anyway <laughs> at the time and I had decided no I, I want to go out and try different things now um, and I kind of just stepped away from it and I guess life kind of got in the way you know and um, when you start getting into your 20s for myself anyway it was about starting work and then I went traveling for a couple of years as well and it was actually while I was traveling in Australia that I came across roller derby well, that's what itself. I was going to ask you is how did you come across it yeah yeah so um, I was in Melbourne at the time so I went and started with the fresh meat program with VRDL um, and luckily, when I was travelling on my way back, I realised, I found out that there was Derby here in Ireland. So I contacted Kitty and Bruce, which are two of our um, members. And yeah, they invited me into the Fresh Meat programme. And I came back and went straight into the programme. And it's Brilliant. So from there. So you get you back into sports. So, yeah, and, absolutely. And it seems to me to be, um, having watched some of the videos and everything, like there's really great camaraderie there. There's great fun there. It's ultra competitive. It's physical. It's tough. But at the end of the day, you all seem you all look like you're having great fun as well, and and that's the key thing for sport, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I think a, a lot of people, it's the fun that 
really helps to stick around. Um, Some of the training sessions can be very hard and some of the games can be even harder. Um, Even if it's a win or a loss, it doesn't matter. But you know that when you come back to training that it's your team that you're coming back to. Um, And the teams are incredibly supportive of each other as a team, but also of the league itself. Um, We are very much a league that is run by members for members um, and we do the work ourselves. and if we don't do the work the work doesn't get done. It's such a young sport you're having to do both you're having to run it and play it and do everything else that's in between. Um, The the phrase fashion meat keeps popping up and whenever I hear it I go whoa what does that mean? So Val you might explain to us the phrase because people if you read or look at anything about roller derby you see the phrase fresh meat explain Um, it. It's a a term that was used to, for the starting program. So earlier I said learning to skate. Yeah. So um, it fresh meat was what it what people it was called. Yeah. But it was I don't even know where it came from. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, an, it's an American term, yeah, I believe. It's the original um, one, yeah. But we are trying to move away from it because we wanted people to know that it's for everyone. So if we just use the for the term fresh meat, people are just gonna skim by it and go, I don't know. What it that sounds is. a bit scary. Yeah, too, and right? like yeah. yeah, and like people are gonna go, I don't know what what is that. But uh, if you see something that says learn to skate, it might actually catch your eye a bit more. And it's yeah. like, oh, well, I want to see what that it's is It's not about. as intimidating yeah. as fresh no. meat, yeah. definitely. It's just about using terminology that is yeah. accessible and available and understand, understandable by everyone. But the fresh meat idea was new people, new, 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 yeah. new blood coming into the exactly. sport. And you have this Learn to Skate program, yeah. which, as you say, you run twice. Has it just, have you just started? We one? only started last Sunday. So how many? many? Did you get many new mm-hmm. people I think in? 48. We, wow. we get pretty high numbers now starting, right. um, which is great. And because of the way the program is designed, it's not, it doesn't necessarily teach you roller derby straight away. You, you have to learn how skills. to skate, how yeah. to be safe on your skates, yeah. how to fall, how to stop. Yeah. Um, and then you build into the skills in itself. So by the end of it, you're confident enough to go ahead and really start hitting so, people. So and, all the people yeah. who do the learn to skate, not they won't all necessarily stay on and compete in roller derby. Um, a good portion of them do. Right. They'll move on to our next set of programs that we have. So the, the way our league is set up and the way the training is set up is that you work your way through, you develop up through the skills to be right. able to get yourself onto a team or to be able to get yeah. to a competitive level. You'd never turn up a few weeks in and be thrown on track yeah, with yeah, everybody yeah. else. That's not how it is. Yeah. Um, so it's very progressive. It is, yes. Progressive, yeah, yeah. yeah. We want people to be safe and through that then people have fun with it. Because if you come along and injure yourself, you're not going to enjoy it. You want yeah. to me- make sure that you build up the skill and the confidence to be able to go Have on. Have either of you, as competitors, ever had an injury? Uh, Bad injury? A few. Yeah, it happens. It happens in all sports. Yeah. Any sports, yeah. 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 And what about the referee? Yeah. Do you get knocked over? Thankfully, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I broke a cox- my coccyx once, years and years and years Playing ago. Derby? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was going very fast or was hit very hard at the time. Yeah. So I don't know. But it's natural. I mean, injuries are part of everything. But it's funny when you were talking earlier on, I'm guessing you learn how to fall. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
in your own safe little space you're falling with a lot of bodies around you yeah. so one of the main things that we teach is teaching people how to fall small which is the most important thing because if I fall splayed out on the track I could trip over six yes, or seven other people around other me stand. so um, that's one of the big things so that's why we have to teach people to fall oh interesting fall, fall small I like the idea of yeah. that mm-hmm. um, are there any documentaries or uh, articles or anything that you've ever seen or, or even movies I mean there was isn't there a fa- are there a few famous are there a few famous which is Whippet is a <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whippet is, 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 is a movie, though, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. a fictional yeah. movie. Yeah. Is there anything factual or any documentaries or anything you've ever seen to recommend? There's a that was following Team Ireland around since the World Cup in, I'm not going to say Dallas, the one before that, which was in. So there might be one that might pop up in Ireland. Yeah, Roller Derby on film uh, did it, and it was only showcased, I think, at the last year um, where it was completed. Revolutions. So, right. Revolutions, Revolutions, wasn't it? Revolutions, yeah. yes. Revolutions. What, so what, where would you find it? That's a good question. You could go yeah. in online and have a look. If you yeah. Google, yeah, yeah, if you Google, Google. find it there. Yeah, Revolutions is the name of the movie. Yeah. Re- Revolutions yeah. is the name of it. Okay, perfect. Um, and, and Ray, like, who are the best in the world? It start, did it start in America, so I'm presuming they're best in America? Or Interesting. It started in America, and for a long time, they were the best in the world. They're still up there, but now there's a lot more teams breaking in. So right now, Victorian Roller Derby League. In so Australia. Australia. Yeah, you they're started, number one. You really? Yeah, they're number one now. Yeah. Um, so it's it's pretty much Australia is showing, shining through. The States are still there heavily. There's UK leagues knocking on the door, and then ourselves not too far behind. And there's, o- there's other... There's, Berlin has a team up there yeah. as well, so there's a Which there's a playing. lot of teams there. Yeah, we have them coming up soon. Yeah, and I was curious because we're talking about in a female context. Are there, are there male roller derby teams in Ireland? There is. Or is it more a female thing than a male thing? Is it men behaving derby? Yeah, the, there are men's teams in Ireland. Yeah, it's definitely more. Let's say. Uh, Oriented to, to like non males. Yeah, it's interesting why it's yeah. a, why it's more, but it definitely has evolved as a as a much more female sport. That's why I was interested. And are there ever mixed games? There can be, yeah. yeah like there's be. a lot of uh, rookie games that would be that we would be mixed. Um, but it's just more popular. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you're obviously organised that way so that it's all women's teams compete against one another at the moment. Well, we accept people. Whoever wants to come play, as long as you're over eighteen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Only, only stipulation, yeah. gender-wise, yeah. or anything, is for us, only it's it's for over 18. That's all you need for insurance purposes. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the moment. For the moment, yes. And when they're learning, just a tenor each time they go for that two-hour session, Boston, as I said, and it's all coming out of our own pocket. All our gear comes out of our own pocket. So we do hold fundraisers in the shape of table quizzes recently because we found that they're actually quite good uh, to attract a crowd. Um, So we've had Simpsons ones, Harry Potter ones... Themed, themed, yeah, themed, themed, themed quizzes. Ones. Yeah. Um, so we find that that kind of gets a little bit of money in, and that gets l- not much. In fairness, we rely mostly on our our skaters' dues. Yeah. So you have to pay to be a member. Yeah, you'll pay. Um, fees, yeah, 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 because yeah, you need yeah. to pay for the hall and whatnot. And we are there, as as Jenny said, up and to is, eight hours is, a week. So. Is, is the equipment? Um, can you get it in Ireland? Where do you even get the equipment? Yeah, you can get it in Ireland. Um, Go Skate does uh, does equipment. Um, is it a shop or it online? is a shop yeah. in Dublin. Yeah, yeah. they've got a shop in Tallinn. Yeah. Away. There's, a, there's a skating shop in there town. There is, yeah. They wow. cover, they also do like roller uh, yeah, blades and I presume they do 
your own kind of yeah, stuff yeah, and skate, boards yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So they do, and and I noticed the the your 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 shoes, which people mightn't even realise, they're yeah, four skates. wheels. Yeah, 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 my skates, skates are four. Skates, I'm skates sorry are, that you have to touch four them. Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> and they've got very flashy colours and everything yeah. in them. They're brand new, I hear. They're brand new. You can tell they're bells. Why is that? Because I may or may not like custom stuff. The custom ones and those were yeah, and they're small. So you can you you design that to get your own colours in the. I wanted the blue trucks. Um, yeah. If it was for me, they'd be all completely custom, but um, I had oh, to... Oh, uh, look at this. Flashing. I decided to, that I needed to spend the money elsewhere. Unfortunately, and, they're and not shiny blue. You, how much would a set of skates cost? Uh, so, the obviously two, because, you know, I do have two feet. Yeah. Um, the plate, the boot itself is only about 150. It's actually the plate, it's, uh, the plate yeah. that costs the, a bit the more money. The piece down the middle. Yeah. yeah. And the wheel, they were probably about 400 total. Right. But my previous skates were about the same and they lasted me for about five years and that's just, and you're a serious and yeah, skater so and you're getting plenty of yeah eight hours a week 19 games last year so they <laughs> that, do a, that isn't bad and most yeah. people would start off on skates that would be a lot lot less that's cheaper yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so that we're talking about high end we're talking about the adidas yeah. predator yes. of boots yeah that's now, my that's exactly. my third pair of skates now so <laughs> my very really first was about was 100 for the r3s exactly, yeah. so okay. yeah. yeah so finally um can you tell us all three of you each i'm going to ask you is uh, what is it that you, what makes you love roller derby? Why is it the sport that you're doing, and why would you why would you tell other people to do it, Jenny? Um, I think it was the first sport, especially that I felt comfortable with, um, competing in myself. Um, it was something that I learned to be good at, yeah. which is a confidence boost, yeah, definitely for sure. And then secondly, or thirdly, then the new family that I got from it it's a, a league that I'm a part of that I've been a part of for years but they're people that I see three or all four times time. a week all the time yeah. you know and like we took our Christmas break there recently and getting to see everybody again on Sunday was it was like taking months off <laughs> and, you know getting <laughs> and going back then to yeah family. so it, it is like going back to a second family you know it's people that know you they know you know your personal situation they know they care um, and we have these relationships there that are just you don't find them anywhere else I don't think so Ray, what about you I just love the intricacies of the sport, like the athleticism of it's fabulous. The fact that I've never come across another sport that does offense and defense at exactly the same time. <laughs> it so, is, it's so it makes it so interesting. And we often have a saying is that, as, as Jenny was saying, my friends have a roller derby problem. You know? <laughs> I can't, I have roller derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what about you, Val? Um, I've always done a lot of sports and I came across roller derby and once I... I kind of settled in, I realized that it's extremely competitive, but not in the sense of like, oh, games, but it's the competition is yourself and it pushes you and it challenges you and it breaks you and makes you in, in ways that I never actually knew. And as you move up and you create a bond with your teammates and your league mates, it's like, these people are my best friends. I talk to them every day. I would feel lost without them. So yeah, I do get all the benefits of the sport and the fun of the competition and like it's a contact sport, which makes, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> some people love contact so, yeah, sports, so, yeah, really love the contact. I also get, as they were saying, the social aspect of it. Like yeah. these are my people. Anything happens in my life, they're the people I call. Yeah. Like, this who you going to call? Them. Yeah. This is your tribe. Um, uh, when is, you've got one on, you've just started one in, in early January, so the next, uh, the next new intake of people will be... If you want to join, yeah. you can still join next Sunday because oh. we allow you to miss two. Right, so you're okay. still in time. Yeah. Um, and I, we wouldn't have covered anything massive that you wouldn't yeah. have been able to catch up on next Sunday. So okay. if you go on DublinRollerDerby.com, that's yeah. where all the information is. So it's about... 
twice a week, twice a year, so we don't have the, the next day. Yet. Yeah, yeah. No. And again, we'll say you can find it in Belfast, Limerick, Galway, Wicklow, Cork, Cork. Cork. Yep. Okay, yeah. and have a look, people, and look all around the websites and see. It's a, it's an, it's a different sport. It's a new sport. It's an evolving sport, and it's a contact sport. And I think it's a sport that a lot of women actually might love if they if they had a go. If you are curious and you want to see what it looks like, the second of February, we're playing games in Greystones, so the Greystones Leisure, Leisure Centre. Yeah. Um, if you are curious, come have a look. It's ten euro in. Under sixteens are free, and you get to see some roller derby. Brilliant. Listen, guys, thanks so much for coming in. We wish you luck in 2019. And everybody who's involved in Irish roller derby, we hope you have a great year. Thank you very much. much. Cheers. Thanks a lot.